And welcome to episode 64 of the Family Based Pod. My name is Jake. I see you mouthing the words. Thank you. Um, if you are listening, yeah, exactly. That's the point. Uh, if you are listening, please subscribe, uh, rate the podcast for if you're listening that helps other people find us. If you are watching, hit the like button, subscribe, comment, do all that stuff that you know what to do. People say all the time. And uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok, bottom right-hand corner of the video. Or if you're listening, just listen for the handle right now. The handle is Family Bases Pod. Family Bases Pod. Go, go there and check us out on Instagram and TikTok. Alright, so before the episode, Dallas and I decided that uh, we want to we wanna make sure that the inducting someone into family is a little bit more special feeling than every week so what we have decided without Ben's consulting by the way um, we have decided that we're going to do induction into the family on the first episode of the month so that would mean there is no new family member of the episode or family member of the podcast this episode so the only one the only one that got in this month is the rapper Fat Joe. Thought I'd just make that make that point. Um, all right, so we're going to go right over that. Let's uh, just jump right into it. So we're gonna talk about specifically two teams, baseball teams in Chicago. Usually, try not to only focus on Chicago teams. But today we'll go Cubs and Sox uh, because speaking of mm. Cubs and Sox, I have had this fucking baseball for over 20 years. And it's signed by so many Cubs. It was when I got to be the bat boy and the fucking mm. dog cheated. What an asshole. List some names that were on that baseball. Mark Grace. That's, need I say more? Need I say no. more? No, but go ahead. Steve Riggleman. I think Lance Johnson's on here. Yeah. Can't really read that one. I can't read any of them anymore. Uh, it's all messed up. Steve Riggleman. You remember him? The manager? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That's him right there. Under that tooth mark. Nice. Yeah. It looks great. Most, it looks great. most of Steve is bit off. So that's fun. That's such a cool yeah. moment to have now. <laughs> I mean it's it's something. That's all. That's all I'll say. Mm-hmm. Alright, so yeah, we'll we will start with the Cubs and I'm going to warn you. I think this is stupid that we even have to have this conversation because it's not a conversation. I don't know why people are bringing it up. But uh, I was looking at the Cubs Bleach Nation, and this conversation came up. It says David Ross will name, he names the fifth starter contenders. And he lists off some names I think are really good names. But if you think about it, I can go down the list of Mark Stroman, number one, Kyle Hendricks, number two. Drew Smiley, James Talion, number three and four. 
and then you had Justin Steele at five. But the all these names that they're bringing up, I'm like, they are all worthy of uh, being brought up in this conversation. But I'm just like, well, we have a starting five. I don't know why we're even discussing this anymore. Um, again, if you are listening this far, listen to on Friday. I have we have a special episode where Jake Carmel, uh, a good friend of mine. We actually have a deep dive into the Cubs, and we actually bring this up and talk about it a little bit. So this Friday, Jay Carmel and I have – it's almost two hours long. So that's how much we get into with the Cubs. Buckle up and, and deal with it. So, so, uh, so Dallas, uh, I know before the podcast, I'm not going to say exactly <clears throat> what you said, but – A little risque. Look. What's your uh, what's your thoughts on this reporting of uh, these uh, names being floated? The player, I don't know any of them. So. <laughs> I mean, I know it's hard to blame you. Are they so, people we grew up with? Uh no. That, then I don't know them. So yeah, good for them. The. The, the longest tenured baseball player on the Cubs is uh, Kyle Hendricks. Oh. Kyle Hendricks is 33, and Kyle Hendricks has been on the team since, I think, mid to late 2014. Everyone else is brand new. Well, yeah, after they got rid of Contreras, I mean, that got rid of most. Like, that was, like, the last player that I really knew anything about. I mean, other than, I guess, Hendricks. But, okay. That's great. I mean, cool. I mean, it's just clean slate. I mean, that's shit. Also, just a testament to my (laughs) not knowing much about the modern roster. But, uh, yeah. The Cubs need to spend money, man. Like why are you, why are you playing small like small franchise baseball? We talk, I feel like we're talking we touch on this every other episode. Like, yeah, you're one of the biggest markets in sports, probably. They're they are the fourth highest grossing uh, franchise in baseball. In ba- that that and that's disgusting that they're playing yeah. like they have the cap wherewithal of Oakland. Or Cincinnati, dude. Like, can you imagine actually being a diehard Cincinnati fan? Like, not only do you suck, but you don't have the money to not suck. The Cubs suck by choice, yeah. as it seems. So it's like, what are, what are you doing? Like, you just yeah. either do it or don't. Like, at least the Mets, I mean, I'll shit talk a Mets fan as much as we can because they keep blowing this shit. But it's like, at least they're trying. Like, and, it, and you can visibly yeah. see that they're trying to buy a fucking World Series for their fans, and it's just yeah. not panning out. The Cubs, it's like, you'll be here anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, uh, I, well, I guess I'll ask you the question of uh, if you if you are curious, Dallas, um, just like anyone listening or watching, you know, into the prospects, into the future of the Cubs. I mean, I mean this genuinely. I'm not trying to hype up the conversation, but 
Gay Caramel and I spend quite a bit of time talking about the pitching. Uh, we go down every almost every single name, uh, pitching in their prospects, the uh, lineup, the deck chart. Um, so w- the question I'll ask is, would you rather them spend, let's say, an additional $200 million for four years or would you rather would you rather have young guys come up I know you can say it's you can say both but if you had to pick one would you rather go Mets or would you rather try to build up and build a team sadly like the Astros have done would you rather see it like fast or kind of build up uh, guess I would just not nah, do just do it, like just make it happen. You know, um, I don't, I don't particular. I mean, I mean, it's always cool to see a team grow into something great, but also it's cool just to win sometimes. <laughs> you yeah, know? Cubs fans don't know that. No, so it'd be nice. To just fucking win. So just do it. <laughs> we're, we're tired of the seasons of L's. Like, just treat treat the faith. Treat the faithful. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's fair. But I will bring up, um, I, well, I will say this pretty quick. Um, based on the article that I read, um, we're now looking. The Cubs aren't looking for a fifth starter. They're looking for an optional sixth. Then all those things are great. Um, but the Cubs have five. Whether whether anyone knows they're five, that's something different. But they have five. Um, but the question I'll bring to you then is: in the uh, this next off season, we thought last off season was nuts with the lockout and. This offseason that we just had, huge contracts. Next offseason, Shohei Otani potentially will be a free agent. And now Manny Machado is reporting that he will uh, opt out of the rest of his contracts. So would you rather have the Cubs go and do that? Because they're both going to ask for 400 mil. You know what that means? At, at least. The Cubs are paying a billion for two players. A, let's just bask in that absurd fucking number. And B, <laughs> do it. <laughs> I don't care. Do it. Pay your tax. Pay your fucking taxes, your cap tax. I don't care because they made a lot of money. They have, they have the money. I believe it. I don't know if they do or not, but somebody stat check me. Anybody? All right. Well, as of right now, I believe that the Cubs have the kind of money to pay the two players an absurd amount of money. So just do it. Fuck it. I mean, would you? Are, are they quality players, James? As somebody that knows baseball pretty well. Yes. Yes. So adding them to your roster, are they amazing. toxic players? No. And sign the fuck out of them. Give them whatever they want, and then put a and then give them a herd of sheep. And goats. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how that came up, but yes. 
Probably from The Last of Us. I just watched that yesterday. It was good. Episode six? The the latest one? Yeah, they were talking to my sheep. Yeah, there you go. Um, Sheep and they had some cows, I think. Mm. At the end of the episode, uh, Pedro Pascal was stabbed. Yes. (laughs) Spoiler alert. Hope nobody's going to watch later. Crazy. Um, You got it. Disclaim. Let me guess, he won't die. I mean, have you played the video? Just, uh, I know he's he's in it, so that's that's all. Or is it his brother looking like him? Uh, that's fair. That's fair. It's a close one. What do you think of that brother casting? And this is so random, but it is. But in that in that show, he had the younger brother. What do you think of that casting? I mean, they don't look much alike, but okay, whatever. <laughs> Maybe they're half brothers. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know their, their, you know, blood percentage, lineage, whatever. The one thing I kept thinking about was the younger brother had like long, like healthy looking, slick back, black hair, and his <laughs> older brother had gray hair, and. uh and Joel, yeah, Pedro Pascal was looking kind of rough. Yes. I don't know the age difference, but it looked pretty drastic. 15 years. Yeah, it looked like it. All right, so the second story comes out of the south side of the city uh, of Chicago. Uh, the White Sox. The White Sox have uh, they been news, but they didn't make news. But a player in their minor league system did make news. Uh, Anderson Camas, uh, a minor league pitcher uh, in the White Sox organization. I think it's in Ricky Ball. Uh, he, again, he's only twenty three years old, but on his Instagram, uh, he uh, came out. And uh, he didn't say if he was. And all he said was that he is a proud, happy, and proud to be a part of the LGBTQ plus community. He didn't say anything else about it, but he did say that. And then he continued at the very end by saying, "Fight for your dreams, believe in yourself, and go for it." So the one thing I mentioned to Dell was before the episode started that. Uh, Kamas is only the second player in baseball history to come out while he is actively playing baseball. Yep. And that, number two. Yeah, I, I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm shocked that it's that low. Um, but uh, what what do you think about that? Like the this new story. That's great. Great for them. Um, I don't. I don't mean to come across crass, but like I don't care. Like I don't think people should care whether or not he's gay or not. Like that's great. Good for you. Like, um, but I think it's cool that he came out in such a public spotlight. Where I still think sports it, it has some type of stigma about it. So I think that it takes bravery, especially since he hadn't been out already. So it's always such a brave thing to do. But um, I just don't see why anybody should be scrutinized for it. 
Like, so I just don't see, like, I don't see this negatively affecting anybody. Like, this is only the positive thing, right? So, I mean, you yeah. know, of course, like, you're going to have, like, those douchebags that are probably going to still be ignorant and say hurtful things and probably try to slide into someone's DMs and just to spew hate. But, like, we shouldn't, like, at this point in where our society is, we shouldn't care. Like, this shouldn't be a big deal. But it is because it takes the bravery, and I respect that. It's awesome. Yeah, they, uh, you, you said it should not. And the one thing I would say is that, um, un- unfortunately for baseball, I think we can speak on this a little bit, little bit in the fact that we've played some, some level sports as kids, but then also we just know the society in general. Um, sports can, can, uh, can be a place that's very, uh, can be discriminatory within the clubhouse uh can make can ostracize people can for whatever the difference might be um just different than the person who chooses to uh to you know hate or whatever um and uh the one thing is that he is 23 years old uh, apparently he was an outfield. Uh, I'm just learning about this now. Again, I didn't know about a rookie rookie ball pitcher until this news came out. But he was an outfielder. He got uh, scouted out of the DR, um, and then came over when he was 20. Probably why he didn't say anything. I hate to right. like, generalize, but like Hispanic families. Yeah, yeah. So that's the that's the part of it I, that I feel like you know, kind of we know a little bit, a little bit about that, just that tiny bit. But I mean, just the I hate I hate to burst the bubble of you know this not the show, but of the progressive bubble. But um, minority families are not as uh, accepting uh, as you know kind of you may think or hope for um and so he decides to come out at 23 years old while he's playing uh in a different country kind of away from his family you know probably and all that um i'm as i think as billy bean said uh billy bean now is uh Again, everyone knows him as he was the GM for the A's. Now he's the senior vice president of diversity, equity, inclusion, which I feel like that's just a big way of saying um, the hard topics. Um, uh, He said, uh, he said, I'm proud of interesting encouraging and sharing something so personal with the baseball community. I'm grateful for the White Sox. Or how they have decided or provide Anderson with acceptance and inclusive environment uh, while allowing him to pursue his dream while being his true and authentic self. Um, I think that's the the kind of the takeaway. And uh, I'm not. All right. So this may give me trouble as I'm literally located in, in the south side right now. Um 
the the White Sox organization fans uh, may not be as of I'm speaking uh, the most in my experience the most uh, politically correct loving crowd when it comes to, um, when it comes to certain issues and so I hope by the time he comes up um, they get to know him as a person. And this won't be, you know, a story. This will just be part of who he is and kind of go forward. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, I mean, good for him that he can kind of say what he believes and we'll see going forward. If we get to mention his name a lot more um, and hopefully follow his journey, you know, on the south side. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there's anything more to say on that. You have yeah. something? No. And like, like, I'm, I'm happy for them. I'm happy for him that uh, he felt comfortable around there. And um, I hope that, you know, I wish nothing but success for him. And I just hope that this becomes like a non-issue thing. Like, I don't think anybody should ever, ever in the world have been judged on it. And, uh, or treated differently. Or held back from making it to the highest level of whatever they're trying to excel at, like baseball in this case. So, uh, just best of luck, you know, it's great. Uh, like you said, hope it's a nine issue thing and let's all just start moving forward together. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for sure. All right. So last topic, this may be a short episode. We'll see. Last topic is the NBA All-Star Game was this past weekend. Uh, they had the first ever live selection of the uh, teams. LeBron and Giannis were the captains, and they live uh, selected their teams by calling them over, giving them a jersey, all That's that. That's pretty cool, yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of like pickup. You know, you go to a basketball court, you pick your teams, they get jerseys or, you know, if it's shirts and skins or whatever it might be, you know, and then they start playing. That's essentially what happened on Sunday. And uh, as someone who's not a huge NBA fan, I think Ben is the biggest one of all of us. Um, And uh, but someone who's not a huge NBA fan, but we'll watch it. I was watching the draft live on my phone because it was so different, so new. That's cool. And it was ex- I mean, it was exciting. Um, I mean, granted, I you know did have to watch it in my closet um, to not make a lot of noise, but <laughs> but, um, but it was in the new closet and watching it, TV huh? on my phone. All right, mm-hmm. so. Uh, and then also this past uh, season, the NFL had their probable look very different. They played a lot of childhood games about like throwing water balloons, trying to touch all that. And then they played a short field. Uh, I, don't, I don't think they had pads on. No, no pads on. And they were playing on 50 yard field, That's cool. um, kind of like a kid's game. Yeah. Um, and also, like, so, keeping each other safe. Like, it's not tackle. Right. So, like, they're not going to get hurt. Oh, right. most, you know, no, no, yeah, yeah, no weird things. Uh, and 
the one thing is, uh, and they also had like a, a guy who would blitz after a couple of seconds. Uh, so uh, just, just like, just like, just like, just like us when we were kids, what we were doing. Yeah, that's cool. So the thing I bring up is that the MLB All-Star game is pretty boring in comparison. <laughs> I mean, even the NHL All-Star game has a lot of mini games, a yeah. lot of fun. They play three on three. They have all this different stuff. NHL school, yeah. The baseball All-Star game Beyond the Home Run Derby, which I think is still a lot of fun to watch for sure. For sure. They just have the game. I mean, it's just the game. And they play like a real baseball game with with All-Stars. And uh, I'm pretty sure that that has to change. Don't you think so? Oh, I think they're going to have to do something different. <laughs> um. Like what? What? What are some ideas they got? Like the mini games, like uh, NHL has the fastest shooter. There should be yeah. the. I think we were talking about like the. I think it'd be cool, and they also have the fastest skater. So like maybe uh, home to first, and then mm. um, like that could be one speed event, and then another would be from home to home. So you have to round the bases, and whoever you know, like, you know, you can win a little trophy or I don't know, a medal for. Probably money uh, for being fastest around the bases. For the charity. Yeah, that's that looks better. It's better. For charity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, that, that would be cool. Um, something like that. And there's got to be something with throwing. I mean, you had a good idea about uh, double plays. Oh, yeah. Uh, one idea I had just because I think it. You know, for people at home, it'd be fun to watch. But also in in the stadium, having something like the coming up with like a couple rounds of like a, a, the most creative double plays, and it can be like a one through ten rating, kind of like the dunk contest or something like that, uh, where you come up with creative, fun ways to turn to double play. And uh, I th- I think it'd be fun. I mean, it's, it's something different, you know. And yeah. The, and the MLB used to have uh, catching competitions where they used to throw down to second base and be able to see your accuracy. Um, or like, yeah, that and... That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah. Accuracy. Yeah, I mean, it would, it would be a lot of fun to see... Because I know we can look at stats and be like, oh, this guy has the fast pop time, and this guy has the shortest arm. Mm-hmm. But them having to do it live, I think, would be pretty pretty fun. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, Home Run Derby is a classic. I mean, don't get rid of it. I yeah. think people love that. Yeah. Um, yeah. You mentioned like a, the bunt contest that they do in Japan. I mean, that'd be pretty neat. I don't yeah. think people would pay to see that by itself, but it could be like right. an intermission show. Like, um, right, right. And you can you can even have like I don't know um, pitchers do that one or coaches do. You that know, it would be cool instead of the the celebrity game where they are all playing like the little softball. Yeah, game, I think it's so yeah. like lame as fuck. Um, <laughs> It would be really cool if they did like a Joe's per, or like pros versus Joe's, like 
wiffle ball match mm-hmm. or softball. Like that would be cool. Maybe not softball, but like wiffle ball or something. So like normal people that vote for the all-star game are entered into a lottery where they can get picked. Like, so they'd be like, I don't know, nine, you know, maybe 10, whatever. If you want to do it's like softball, softball, like, but, um, and they're picked and given a ticket to play on TV. So like, I don't know. I mean, it would be great for them. And like, it would still, it would kind of like show, like maybe they could mix it up and not have like all just pros first shows. But, um, cause they probably get, obviously, but like, it would be cool yeah. to see like the, the difference in like, you know, cause everybody always shit talks. They're always like, Oh, like, what yeah. are you doing at the, like, what are you, like, how's he miss that? Blah, blah, blah. Like, it would be awesome getting to see them just get smoked. And, be, and it would be really cool as a fan, though, because then you, like, even if you look like an asshole, you still get to look like an asshole striking out to anybody, like, in the MLB. Like, that would be so cool. Yeah, true. I mean, they do have professional wiffle ball leagues. And those um, are nuts, dude. I've seen them pitching. It's, it's the shit people can do with the wiffle ball. Yeah. It's magic. It's sorcery. I can't even understand it. I mean, I mean so, not saying the, them, but, um, I mean, maybe if you want to start, if you want to start wiffle ball, like, leagues for kids and stuff, um, but yeah, it's some to do with fans uh, getting selected to come out um, and do that. It's kind of that stuff to, the very least, play on the same field with professionals just for a tiny bit, not even a full game, but just like you know, uh, I just something like that would be a lot of fun to see. Um, but the one thing that I thought of was it, it's based on the a video game, so you can probably tell me it's you know insane. But the MVP baseball franchise had that one mini game where you had to throw the ball, um, like pitch or like, and you would have to hit like a, a specific dot, um, and the, the highest accuracy would win. I think having some something like that, if you even want to have position players doing that, um, that'd be fun. And they would have to throw the ball over a certain mile per hour Sweet. so they're not lobbing it. Um, there's something to do with that. Um, I mean, you can even have the top MLB The Show players like come out there and actually play like with the guys or something like that to kind of enter the video games in real life. Um, I don't know, something. They gotta, they gotta do something. Base, I mean, admittedly, the baseball all-star game now looks so boring compared to... And the bad thing. I mean... Maybe, like, having them, instead of being AL, NL, like, they could yeah. kind of do what the NBA did, right? And, um... Have two captains from the MLB. Like it doesn't need to yeah. be one from AL, one from NL. It'd just be two really good players um, that are like globally recognized or at least nationally recognized. Um, and then they can meet at home plate and or at the mound 
and like they like somebody puts the baseball yeah. bat out and one guy grabs the bottom and then they like stack up to the top and whoever gets to the top of the to the top of the hand yeah gets first pick like that'd be neat yeah i mean the one boring thing about the nba doing that and i love ernie johnson um i think he's a, a good host but i'm like they had ernie johnson in between with LeBron and Giannis, I'm like, don't have anyone out there if it's baseball. Just have them pick super fast because you have yeah. a lot of players. Yeah. Um, be like him, I uh, him, and just call them out. And they can wear their you know the regular team uniform, yeah, so exactly. they don't have to get a special jersey. Well, yeah, because um, it's not like basketball where you're all like, like. You know, playing really close to each other. It's literally the pitcher right. and the batter. And if you don't know who's <laughs> right. on the team, you're a little fucked. Like, you probably yeah. missed a couple days when you first started a T-ball. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, the, the lie picking would be fun. I mean, just uh, just something. Yeah. They, I feel like we got... They have to at least add a, a game or mini game every year or something, and you know, limited to a certain amount, limited to like five or something, but make it a little bit more fun. Something. Um, I do love the mic up whenever they have the players on field with a microphone having that. Um, I for the audience at home watching, that's always fun to have your favorite players mic'd up. Um, but maybe have the whole team mic'd up and <laughs> that's you know, talking to talk, talk. I'm just saying talking to each other on the field and all that stuff. I don't know. I mean, something. something. Yeah, try something. something. Um, yeah. So that kind of wraps up the topics I had in mind. Do you have something else you want to bring up? Any Last of Us talk or wanted anything? to say? Happy birthday to our host and anchor, Jake, Jake, Jake. Gonzalez. Dun, 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 I'm, thank you, thank you. I'm, I mean, we're all co-host. Speech, speech, sure, speech. Um, thank you. Speech. That's it. Wow. That's a that's all that's a whole splash. Thank you very much. I appreciate Work it. On it. I know. Well, no, we're going to try again next week. Work on it. If there if there is a word that describes me, whack is a good one. Wow, whack. Okay, just saying, just saying. Masochist. All right, settle down. Don't be calling yourself names. I, I mean, you said that, so don't put words in my mouth. I'm just. I won't. All right. So next week, uh, we will actually record in February, but it will come out March 1st. So next week, we will have a new family member in the honorary family. Um, so Dallas, it will be your turn. Who's you it put off. Who's it going to be? Yeah. Dallas's Dallas turn. You got a week taking to figure it out. Taking applications, taking bribes, taking whatever you're <laughs> interested in sending. Hit me up in the DMs for the ad. You heard him go you know, DM and figure it out. To my P.O. box. Right. Weirdos, you're not getting my home address for those strangers. 
you do you think this is you don't you can't be getting you don't have the, you can't be getting serial killed okay not yet serial killed yeah or stopped just does that was the most Chicago way to answer that? I got stocked. Nobody wants that. Stock. Maybe stock. maybe someone does, but not me. All right, all right. We will see you guys next week. Thank you guys for listening to episode sixty-four of the Family Based Pod. My name is Jake. My name is Miguel. Senior Hunt. So us, so us. So we'll sound like All right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Hey, I'm Eden. Thanks for watching this episode of my dad's podcast. Check out the links in the description to follow the podcast on TikTok, Instagram, and other and the other social media. Make sure you like and subscribe and hit the bell to let you know when there's a new episode. Thanks for watching and listening. Bye.